0: Thank you, Race Tech. Race Tech, sporting privateers forever. Guys like Jerry Robin, guys like Deegan Hep. And then they do some factory uh, work as well, but they can't really tell you about it because they've signed some NDAs. They've got great shop there to do all sorts of motor work, CNC machines, all of it. So if you want the head done to your angle, you want a valve angle changed, all of that, they can do it. Racetech.com. You can tell me this in the pulp MX as well, so they'll give you a discount. Get your suspension work done. Get your oil changed. Get the right spring rate for your weight and/or speed. And at racetech.com you can save by telling them you listen to pulp. Thanks to race tech. All right, on to the show.
1: A pulp MX Network Production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxis Tires, Renthal, and Motosport.com on Racerxonline.com.
0: Welcome, everybody, to the Fly Racing Race Rex Podcast. Thank you for listening. This is the San Diego Supercross Review. Uh, Looking forward to talking about it. And lots happened. Lots to get into. Lots of riders upset with everybody. There's some fines issued. There's apologies. Lots going on with the folks uh, this weekend. A lot of tensions are high. So thank you to Fly Racing for making this podcast happen. RJ Hampshire, Dean Wilson, Justin Brayton, uh, Max Anstey as well. Um, Coming in hot as the two for the East uh, buzz guy. We're in Fly Racing, so thank you to those guys for coming on board. The Formula S helmet is simply amazing. Super safe. It's a helmet with a brain. It's got an app that can literally save your life. So please research it a little bit at flyracing.com if you're looking for the latest technology for helmets. Uh, love this stuff. It's super lightweight, super quiet, all of it. Thank you to the folks at Fly Racing. Renthal as well. Monster Energy Kawasaki, Factory Honda, Red Bull KTM, uh, Aaron Plessinger, Renthal Bars, taking the win this weekend. Thank you to uh, Renthal for coming on board. Sprockets, chains, bars, grips. they got great mountain bike stuff as well. And you know the name. You know the game. You've, you've seen it forever. Uh, in the case of Factory Honda, 1986, started using the Renthal product. So chains, bars, sprockets, grips, all of it, 7 eight bars, fat bars, all of it, Renthal.com. Maxxis tires, you look at Hunter Yoder, you look at Kay Clayson, uh, using Maxis tires out there, doing big things with that. Uh, Freddie Noren as well, Maxis tire guy. So, uh, Maxis is stepping up their, their support in the teams in the pits, and it's showing in main events and showing in some good finishes. So, thank you to the folks at Maxis. MXSTs are out now, and then they got the soft intermediate, intermediate to hard as well. So, IH and SI. So, please check that out. If paddle tires are available. Mountain bike tires are great from Maxis, of course. Maxis.com for more information on that. Thank you to those guys. We'll tell you more about motorsport.com. Later in the show. But uh, for now, let's get JT and Weege and, uh, yeah, talk a little San Diego. All right, everybody. As promised on the Fly Racing Race Rex podcast, we have a lot to get into when it comes to San Diego and Snapdragon Stadium and all that happened uh, last night in the round three of the Monster Energy Supercross Series. I got to yell at Weege as well. Uh, so thanks to folks at Fly Racing, Maxis and Renthal, like I said off the top. And first up, uh, the, uh, the man that was uh, doing some sideline reporting, there at Snapdragon Stadium, interviewing some of the legends, the Jason Weigand. What's up, Weege?
2: Yeah, I didn't do much. Not nearly as much heavy lifting as uh, my uh, other co-host on this program, but uh, it was cool to be included. Uh, got to interview MC, uh, RV, and Johnny O'Mara, so we tried to get three decades covered there. Uh, but it's a lot to cover this 50th anniversary thing when there's so much freaking stuff going on in the current racing as well.
0: Yeah, I, I mean... Look, I think if it was dry, they were supposed to do a victory lap around the outside, you know, on bikes, and maybe... Oh, it that have... didn't even happen. No, it didn't happen. Oh, jeez. No, you know, so there was a lot of things I think that they would have probably done a little better if they weren't, you know, such a mess, but um, it was yeah. still cool. Uh, also on the line from Fly Racing, flyracing.com, it's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT?
3: Not too much. Just, uh, yeah, back from San Diego. I didn't get didn't enough sleep last night, but... Um
0: According to my uh, polar, four hours and 13 minutes for me.
3: That's about what I got. Yeah, that's about right. Which is not enough for me. I I need lots of sleep. I don't know why that is. I just know I do. Um, So, yeah, I'm feeling it today.
0: I was uh, very excited one year later after the massive controversy uh, that we had at San Diego last year that there would be justice for Dogger. There was not. But, uh, you know, nice to see that actual real motocross racers got interviewed on actual real TV. So that's good. I'll take that. They didn't interview, you know, a NASCAR guy, a monster truck guy, uh, a street bike racer or anything. So, you know, I, I really felt, though, that Dogger was going to get in. But he didn't make the cut. But we'll move on. Maybe, maybe Feld, uh, you know, decided to try to right a wrong uh, this year. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. But, uh Anyways, lots to get by into. not
2: actually interviewing Dogger anyway.
0: Well, by just interviewing old motocrossers. Maybe they just couldn't find Dogger. <laughs>
3: oh, you, you think know. that's why they they were trying to right or wrong from last year by making this the fiftieth anniversary race? That's I'm not
0: sure. Theory. I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah, not sure. Right. But but you know, lots to get into I'll take the
3: other side. Yeah. Whatever you're whatever you're not sure about, I'll take the other side on. <laughs>
0: uh I almost uh it was amazing. So last week, of course, we talked about the plaid shirt and dressing better. And yes. uh Lots of talk about my outfit this weekend. JT. By you.
3: Lots of talk by you.
0: No, no, no. Many people. Many <laughs> Lots people. Lots of talk by you. Uh, I- I'm sure. You're an I-
3: Alpine Stars jacket on. Like literally an industry given to you jacket by one of your sponsors was the subject of your conversation all of Saturday.
0: <laughs> it, it was, I just, I took Ouija's advice. I dressed nicer. And a jacket
3: that was, with a logo yeah. on it. Given to you by Alpine
0: Star. A nice jacket, a nice jacket, no hoodie, and, and next thing you know, this is a true story. I'm up there talking to Hubbard and JB, and I'm guessing the director, the producer, somebody with some sort of power is like, hey, man, we're going to get you on race day live. You, you think that's a coincidence that I'm wearing a, a jacket, a classy jacket, and the guy says, do you want to come on race day live?
3: Well, I mean, you were standing in the in the set.
0: Yeah, but I mean, he he looked at me. He, he, it wasn't race day live from San Diego. It wasn't like I wasn't refusing to move. They they just the they, the gentleman saw me, and was like, "That's a good looking guy. Let's get him on race day live."
3: Okay, I mean, you are phenomenal at at like creating these fantasies in your mind. So I, I don't. to so, gonna- –
0: you just think demon. this would have happened Any? you just think this is not a, not well, a uh, for one,
3: for one, you were I'm going to say you an look an good Alpine enough. You're wearing an Alpine Stars jacket. Like nothing really changed. You didn't go to uh, like some designer place and have a suit tailored and showed up, you know, like wearing a tuxedo. <laughs> you had an Alpine Stars jacket on and literally everything else is the same. You had shorts on, you had shoes on and you had a, an industry <laughs> jacket on. So I, don't, I don't know what I really don't know what you're talking about. Okay, so
0: you don't remember <laughs> the pod last week? You were whacked I do. out on something. And you said you were we gonna
3: ju- wear a plaid shirt. We just you like said you were going to dress nicer, but yeah. you wore a jet an alpine star. We like just,
0: we just specifically said, hoodie's got to go, man. The hoodie okay. has got to go. But yep. that was Weege's thing.
3: So, you so think okay, so you, by not wearing jacket. a hoodie, you think by not wearing a hoodie, everything changed? Like you, like you went to race day live set for some reason, and then. You took a picture there at like 7 a.m. and I, I there's there's so yeah, many D- things. Yeah, Doug here.
0: Cabrera, a very important person. Is like, get behind the desk, put the headset on. Let's get a photo of you two, you three. And, and so you just think that would have happened just with a hoodie?
3: Do I think that Doug Cabrera was like, you know what? Look at that jacket, man.
0: Look at that Alpine Stars jacket. We've got got a
3: guy here. No, I don't think it's not.
0: not No, it's not the jacket. It's just the overall and look. Like because of the jacket helped. It's the overall look. The guy's like Doug's like.
3: I don't think that happened. I think you're a huge personality in the sport, mm -hmm. and you happened to be there when Doug was there. Like Doug wasn't even there last weekend. You were there. Doug was there. It was opportunistic, and yeah, good things happened. I don't think that an Alpine Stars jacket was that you know like the let's go with a ghostbusters reference from last week i don't think that you were the key master looking for the gatekeeper
0: i don't know man i saw what happened you guys didn't and i saw the respect i got no i saw it in five
3: different group texts
0: right okay all right well i tried to take my friend why advice and and i did and good things happened to me and everyone shits on me on this podcast so that's nobody
3: shit on you steve you took you texted it in five different group texts that i was in a picture yeah, I was very happy to see you on Race Day Live. That was super cool. But I, I'm just telling you, the jacket was not the difference. You I, being well, Steve Mathis is the difference.
0: I wasn't on Race Day Live in San Diego. Okay, well, but that's
3: that's for you to talk to yourself about. It's coming up. It's, 17 pictures of it. It's coming
0: up. That's coming up. So, uh, before we get Maybe to, I was right. That, I mean, I'm trying to give you some credit here, Weege, and you're just silent.
2: Maybe I was right. I, um, I didn't think Alpine Stars' jacket was, was the direction we were going to go here. Uh, you actually called me during the week with some plaid uh, that your wife did not approve of. Yeah, and uh, we had a there was a little battle ensued between myself and Pookie, and you said, "Don't worry, we have it handled. Wait till
3: you see." Yep, the outfit we have. <laughs> I thought he had Armani. Like I, I, I know he's in yeah. a jacket. And I'm like, man, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I was uh, waiting
2: for Don Johnson in Miami Vice or something, <laughs> with be, or something.
0: that'd be even sweeter. But well, listen, the guy. The guy that run the race day live invited me on and Doug Cabrera took a photo and, and everything's going great. And okay. so I but, but but I was okay to JT's point, I was telling Sean Brennan the story, and we you know, Sean's like, Well, yeah, the hoodie hat, like you got yeah, that's great. And then we look over and Mr. Side is in a hoodie and a hat. And I'm like nice. I'm like, exactly, like, look at him. You know, so once again, so Mr. should we
3: expect, should we expect dark side and Alpine Stars jacket next weekend?
0: Once again, Mr. Side becomes, without even knowing it, just sort of the, you know, the guy that we point to. So um, anyways, also go, moving on before we get to the race, Weege, I'm very, very bummed at you. Not happy with you at all. Um, this sucks. This, this absolutely sucks. <clears throat> I'm stuck between. Kellen and, and and Lewis again, and they're talking about Prado and they're talking about this and that. JT came to the press box twice to say hi, to hang out, bullshit about football, look at watch practices, everything else. And Weege, since you became integrated with Feld, you've tried to make an effort here and there. And but now oh my you're god. but now you're in the booth, and I guess now things change for you. Oh because my god. You were gone. No one saw you, no one talked to you, and then at the end of the night, you're doing your dumb weed show with, with your dumb GoPro, and you're talking to Hoya Prado, and then you, you you just walk off. I'm standing right there, and you just walk off. Like, just gone. Just too good for the guys that you used to hang out with. It's sad.
2: This is the direction you're going with this.
0: I'm just mad at you.
2: Dude, okay, so here's the, here's the rundown of the last couple races. Uh, we had the LASMX. Where I hung out with you guys in the press box. To me, at Anaheim One, where I hung out with you guys in the press box, I was not in okay. San
0: you more hung out. with more hung, I hung out with JB out
2: with you in the press box more. Yeah, but I was still in the press
0: box. Yeah, but with JB in the upper right corner where no one could see you. Where you well, guys? He
2: was in. He was isolated. He was being isolated.
0: You guys were uh, whispering to each other. Due,
2: due to virus, he was being isolated. He. I mean, he was all class. He was all class. And you. You could probably be hosting Race Day Live like him if you were dressed like him. But anyway. I feel like I gave you a lot of time in the press box at multiple races in a row. I don't go one time, and then suddenly now I've sold out. And on the Prado situation, he'd already been interviewed, speaking of Lewis, for, I swear, an hour and a half. (laughs) Lewis interviewed him. It just kept going and going and going and going.
0: He was probably talking about hurlings in the mud to Prado. Right.
2: Yes. Yes. So it kept going and going. So I feel bad. Like, there is nobody left in the pits, and there's Prado still there. So I interview him, I see you to my right, and I'm like, poor Prado, let's just let's just move. Like, let's not waste five more minutes of the time of this guy's time BSing after his nine ninety minute interview with Lewis. So I was just like, I said thanks. Now I think Steve wants to talk to you. And I was just trying to get the thing rolling. This was two and a half hours after the
3: race. It was ten thirty at night.
0: Just Just be. I know I know you're in a booth this week, but just try to find yeah. time for us.
3: Hey, Steve. Just to give you an example of how we like, Weege just doesn't leave the races. Like, he's just forever there. Like, we have to do a post-show, right? I had to go interview Dan Fahey. I had to go talk to Dazzy. I had to do a report on the whole Jet uh, Jason Anderson thing, which we'll, of course, talk about. I didn't leave early. Like, this was not a race where I'm, like, beelining it out of there. I was there for quite a while after the race. Like, much longer than I would want to be there. I got to the hotel an hour and 40 minutes before we each an hour and 40 minutes.
2: I was waiting for it. That was. And how long was I waiting for Lewis to finish a Prado? Pretty much the <laughs> entire night. That's
3: incredible to me.
2: Yes. Well, I will say I was ready to leave after the Prado thing. I was kind of stalking the K rig to see if AP was going to come back out. And I finally like this is too late. But then I remembered that I did see that they had pizza they had brought in for the TV crew. And I'm like, I'm going to need to go back into the stadium and get
0: a bunch of pizza, so that was part of it. <laughs> you went back in to get pizza.
2: Yeah, I went from the KTM rig, which yeah. is not close. Right? No, no, inside. no,
0: it's not. Yes. Uh,
2: then this... I ran in the lurch and uh started bench racing. with lurch a little bit, and then I'm like, "Man, this is out of hand. I gotta go." You are and, out uh, of hand. You're right. You nailed it. it. It is out of hand. But but see, hey, I just made my point here. I must have had. 137 good solid conversations on Saturday, but I did not go to the press box. And look what I'm getting for it. It still wasn't you, you, enough. You didn't. It still no, wasn't enough. No,
0: you, you, you need to come to your roots with me, Callan, Lewis, Roto, Dark, Michael Lindsay. Just I, I, come say hi. Th-
2: come say hi. JT did. I, to, I did that. JT I did. I literally did that the last race. I was there too.
0: Okay, great. But all eyes are on you now with this new job. And you need to remember that. So.
2: Okay, so Anaheim 1, the game was completely we, different?
0: We are all talking. We are all chatting and noticing okay, things. Anaheim
2: 1. I, I did this at Anaheim 1.
0: That was really more of JB, but okay, let's move on. But just <laughs> just remember, man. Remember what you used to do. Remember who you used to talk to. That's all.
2: I give an extra hour or 40 the, minutes of my time to the, talk to people, and it's just still not enough. The
0: blow-off of the Prado thing shocked me. Shocked me to my core. So... The
2: poor guy. He was there so freaking late. I was just like, "Take a number, everybody. Get step yeah. up to the okay. deli counter and get well, your interview." All
0: right. Well, I didn't even talk to him. I wasn't. I was too late. So, <laughs> uh, exactly. Yeah, I was like, I got I'm not talking to this guy. He's done enough.
3: Exactly. I was
2: and he's like, on Euro time. Stand.
3: It's like it's like seven in the morning. in
0: Spain. yeah.
2: Let's not stand around and BS with this poor guy.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, just just, yep. All right, Weege. Well, we'll see. See you this weekend. You got, a lot, okay. you got a lot to make up. Um, okay. All right. San Diego, another butter. Um, Lewis and I were sitting in the, in the press box before the night show, and I'm like, hey, man, I think it's going to be okay. He's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it looks okay. And then, dude, <laughs> nope. the, the gate dropped, and we're like – Lewis is like, I've never been more wrong in my life. I'm like, yeah, this <laughs> this is horrible. This What happened? So, I mean, it poured. It absolutely poured. And uh, it got better by the mains. Uh, Kate had a great point in the post-race interview. Kate's like, we had four different tracks. We had the sweet-ass track in practice one that didn't count. Drizzle, rain, slick in practice two. Heat race was a mess. And then main event, it got, came around. And Kate had a good point. The riders faced four different tracks out there uh, throughout the night. But we got, we got uh, first, second, and fourth in the points last year getting lapped. We got two apologies on social media we got ap winning finally we where do you want to start
2: uh, yeah i also want to say i was completely wrong about the weather as well because i had a long interview with uh, jt and i on our smx insider show Check it out on youtube on thursdays everyone Superboat across youtube channel we talked to alex from dirtworks and you know he had said the real problem in san francisco was that that dirt is terrible at taking on water And you can see, man, they had that track so bone dry in San Diego. And I'm like, oh, they got it this time. They are not going to let the rain get them two weeks in a row. This thing is super dry, super hard. They're going to push the water off. Everything's going to be jumpable. It'll be fine. And, oh, my God,
0: no, (laughs) just blue
2: mud ruts again. Yeah, Yeah, a rough couple weeks for Weech.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's
2: been bad. I mean, I made so many gains the last few years in these mud races, and I've almost ended it all back in eight days.
0: It, uh, by the way, I was talking to the Dirtworks guys on Track Walk, and they said they absolutely did not want to build the whoops last week, and they absolutely wanted to make a really tame, easy track. One of them mentioned that they wanted to make the double 60, uh, 57 feet, just a double, take out the triple and make a double 55, 57 feet, and uh, that kind of stuff, and they were shut down. So they were kind yeah. of on, on my thinking, too. Like, Well, we did, a, you know? we did
3: an interview, which we uh, mentioned, and the thought is, if it doesn't rain... Then the fans get robbed of any sort of decent racetrack, and they can always dumb it down afterwards. Like they can push, they can push the jumps down really easily, but they can't build a track with, you know, a, a real racetrack in a very short amount of time if, they, if it doesn't rain. So I think that's kind of where they're at. Like they're just going to build it and, and tame it if they have to, but if it doesn't rain, they can't have a, a generic race. Just because they're wrong in the
0: weather. We might end up with a great race, though, because of the softness, like you know, and the ruts, and you know, it's still gonna, it's not gonna be a, it's still gonna be a mud race, quote unquote. Uh, well, if but, it
3: doesn't rain, though, and Weed yeah. wins his weather thing, and people show up to see Supercross, they're gonna get nineteen seventy nine Supercross, and that's not what they want to see. I believe
2: it's not really the fans. I think they live in fear of this uh, internet column on racerxonline.com. dot com comes out on Wednesdays. And uh, I think they live in fear of the author who is known to... Don't do this. Don't give this to him, Leach. Gonzo journalist.
0: Gonzo. Oh, Gonzo. (laughs) Yes.
3: (laughs) I think they live in fear of him criticizing their track. Well, that would be actually okay because then it would just put... if, If he went nuts, it would just put all this race day live stuff to rest. Oh, true. Shut
2: him
0: right down. It sucks. It sucks that my two of my closest friends can't be happy for me. That's what sucks. About we are. I was saying, if you went berserk no. about
3: the racetrack, no. <laughs> RDL, and see ya.
0: No, it sucks. <laughs> um. All right.
2: Okay. <laughs> Welcome back next week.
0: Uh, okay. So, um, yeah. Like I said, we got apologies. We got lappers. We got we got everything. But AP wins. I tweeted this after the race. Everyone loves AP. Uh, Cooper Webb said, if he had to lose. Uh, you know, be happy to lose to AP. He gets his first ever win. And look, man, like I, I said this, I think in our X preview show or somewhere, like you just never know. Like Detroit was a half a lap away. And if you had said to Guy Cooper, Steve Lampson, Tim Ferry to name three, uh, yeah, you know, don't worry about it. You'll, you'll get another one. They would have said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll probably get another one. I'm right up front. I'm on the podium. I'll get one. And they never did. Um, so. You know, it's not a guarantee that AP was going to get one. Uh So great work! That's super cool. He's got the red plate now, and, and everyone loves AP. That's just the bottom line. The Snapdragon Stadium, as far west from being Cowboy Nation, still was freaking out about him. Uh So that was awesome. We just see AP get it.
2: Oh, absolutely! And I was with you, man. I I, I wasn't going to stamp a guarantee like, oh, someday he'll get one. You know, life comes at you fast. Uh, it's it's pretty wild, and. And I also think it was cool, in addition, because he's definitely known as the mud guy, and I was starting to hear some chirping and snipping about, like, he always says he's good in the mud, but it doesn't happen. But to me, he was fast qualifier last week in the mud, which he sucks at qualifying normally. He could have, should have won a heat race in the mud. And then in the main, I actually asked him, I was like, what happened in the main? And he's like, I got stuck, and then my goggles were blown off. And then the last 10 minutes, I think he passed a ton of dudes. So I, I felt like the chirping about he's not actually as good in the mud as he says he is i'm glad he got to put that back to rest and kind of reclaim his mud status but yeah the main story is everybody loves the guy uh i actually i i guess it was will that did the interview there on the track right jt yep yeah uh would have been cool if you did it because honestly the the interview that launched your career was the heartbreaking
3: interview in detroit
2: last year it was would have been a great vindication but that have we ever had the interview done on the start stretch
3: uh yeah i don't i don't know um i mean it was it's just such a rare. it was pandemonium right there right yeah. and they had to he get, couldn't get to the i don't podium. think yeah i don't wild. think they were going to get him to the podium no so. mm-hmm. too many odds. i was uh yeah, yeah i was very i was very envious of will uh um, oh
1: yeah
3: but <laughs> she did she did a fantastic job so uh kudos to the job she did but yeah of course i would i would have loved to have gotten that opportunity as well ah. just to go full circle but dude
2: he was being mobbed by other riders it was awesome
0: Yeah, it was good. Everyone everyone loves him. Everyone loves AP, and everyone's happy to to get that win. Um, I did think Kenny was going to win. I don't know about you guys. I know it was a long time. 20 minutes is a long time. But after his San Francisco win, and I'm like, oh, yeah, he's got this. And, man, he switched lines there to double in instead of going rolls double, and it worked for him one lap, and the next lap he went down on it. I I don't know why he switched or what happened or whatever in that section because it was kind of this – Six on one, half dozen on the other to roll double or double r- single. I guess it double singles a little quicker because you're launching off the single. But anyways, JT, I thought Kenny was going to win. I would have put a lot of money on that.
3: I thought he was going to win too. Um, but I, I will tell you, and I, and I mentioned this on the broadcast when he wasn't able to get away early. Mm-hmm. That was that made me a little nervous because that's his calling card, and that's when you see him win. Usually, I know I know Indy wasn't that way, but usually it's. Whole shot, check out and hide, and then manage the race. And when he wasn't able to kind of get away, mm-hmm. I was like, "Uh oh, like this doesn't bode well." I don't know if it's going to be Barcia or if it's going to be Webb or if it's going to be AP or who it's going to be. But he doesn't he- usually do that well late in these mono and mono
0: battles. And I don't know if you guys noticed, but he pulled him. Me- he crashed twice, yeah. pulled in the mechanics area, got his front end straightened out, and then he was ripping through, oh, really? the, through okay. the back again. Like, like, like he was he was a lap down and he was coming up on guys and guys were just moving over for him because they're like, Oh, well yeah. Kenny. And I mean, that was happening to a lot of guys, but like guys are just like, Oh Kenny, look how fa- look how fast he's going. Like, I'm going to just get out of his way. And then Kenny would get a spot. Like, thank you. And dude, he was on it. So it was, it was interesting to, to see that. Um, and then, yeah, uh, Weege, AP red plate. We've had six different winners, three different red plates in the 450 class. The heats have had different winners. It, it's been a nutty start and good job AP for the red plate.
2: Yeah, thanks to -to back-to-back mud races, because I don't think we saw this after Anaheim 1, maybe into Anaheim 1. We all talk about how stacked it was, but it looked pretty darn procedural there at Anaheim 1. But Mm -hmm. nothing mixes things up more than back-to-back mud races. And I don't want to take anything away from Plessinger winning. I'm just saying the point situation. I mean, literally everyone, uh, everyone who got screwed by the mud in San Francisco uh, got points back this weekend, and everyone who benefited... That's I mean, a, Sexton literally had the best start ever and the worst start ever.
0: It's a good point. I never even thought yeah, of that. Yeah, it all bounced. Yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> you're right. Like, a b- bunch of guys were like, uh, well, except for Malcolm Stewart and Christian Craig, their luck continued. Oh, no. But but, oh, my ev- God. everyone yes. else, oh, uh, you're right, kind of bounced yeah. back. So uh, what did you guys make a Coops ride, JT? I thought that was such a vintage Cooper web ride. I told him this after the race. I'm like, dude, if you had won this just would have fit such a pattern of figuring it out and getting faster and take, I mean, he was really good.
3: Yeah, he was great. And I am here to tell you, he was very, very, very unhappy after the race with uh, a couple of individuals. Um, they could probably figure out who, but he was really disappointed in how, uh, people did not get out of the way. Um, when he came around to laugh them. So, I don't know if he gets him or not. I think he felt like he had a shot at it, which, you know, he he kind of lost out on that shot, uh, which I, I would agree with. But I would also say he made a couple of key mistakes. You know, he got close on his own accord and then missed a double. He got sideways in that rhythm section right after the section after where Roxen crashed. Uh, so he didn't yeah. do himself any favors in that regard. Uh, but, man, he was, he was not happy. And I don't, I don't think he was trying to hide it too much. He did a good job on the TV interview of kind of just being a professional. But you know, comments after and interviews and everything like that. I think it was pretty obvious he was not thrilled.
0: Uh, yeah, I um, I said to him like, "Hey, you had a couple of big ones there too when you got close." Um, and he really wasn't having that. He didn't really acknowledge that, or he forgot about it. He was just really mad about. But you're situation. right. He did. Yeah. He totally did. Yeah. He, yeah. But honestly, so Chase Sexton apologized on um, social media today to Coop, and Coop said that he felt like he should have got more respect than, you know, Coop. Chase absolutely moved out of the way for AP as he should, and then I think I mean I think Chase fucked up. Like he he knew that was coming, and then he went wide in that turn. Like you can see a guy on the inside. Like just check up for a split second. He, Chase was in the wrong, a hundred percent. And do I th- think
3: do you think it's okay there with like your teammate to not move?
0: No, I, I don't know. No,
3: I I don't have an opinion. No, no not question.
0: Not if you're lapped. If you're f- racing. Like Marvin Dunge and all that. Like I'm okay with all that. Like whatever. You're yeah. on the same lap. You're racing hard. You're gonna let your teammate by to help him. Uh, but if you're getting lapped, no, I, I don't like okay. it. And I mean, Chase apologized, so we'll move on. Yeah. Well, but yeah. Of course, he I, I, just, I I mean, it's, yeah. damage is done, right? Yeah. Like, you can I,
3: apologize for anything.
0: I didn't. I didn't think it was great of Chase to do that in the moment. And rewatching it, I'm like, oh no, yeah. you know. So yeah.
3: I don't. I and I think this is my opinion. I think Cooper was really mad at Tomac as well. I, I don't. I, yeah. I'm pretty sure he was very mad at Tomac as well.
0: Yeah, I think he. Well, but okay. So JT, you've been in that position. Like, Tomac was ripping and staying right with AP, and mm-hmm. probably roosting Webb, which wasn't great. But like, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm different with Tomac and my and my M to Sexton because Sexton got passed and then did that. And kinda of went should've let wet by. With Tomac, I'm like, ah, what's the etiquette there? I, I don't know. I mean, but they're lapping
3: him, right? It's not yeah. like they didn't catch him. Like they caught him from way behind him and were lapping him. It's not like they Tomac pulled in from the mechanics area and was like going the same speed. By definition, they were going a lot faster than Tomac. I I know he hung in there for yeah, a few hours. That's laps. what I'm saying. Like, Tomac
0: that. was hanging, like right, you know? I get that, yeah. but
3: like uh, I, I, I don't have a hard opinion on it, but I don't believe Cooper Webb was thrilled with E.Y. Tomac either.
0: Yeah, looking at the lap chart, Cooper was doing 58s just like Eli and a 50. Cooper did a one-minute, Cooper and uh, Eli did his best lap of the race. But then the last three laps, did they get by Tomac at that point? I don't remember. Oh, yeah. 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 So then Tomac led up, and you could see his times were three seconds slower. Um, what were
3: they before that? Like, what- yeah, they
0: were matching Coop. They they're basically the same.
3: But like before they got to him though, like before uh,
0: yeah. AP yeah uh, him, they slower. had to be going faster, or they, yeah, otherwise, they don't yeah, yeah, him. yeah, a little slower, exactly. And then at some point, Tomac started lowering his times around AP, I would guess, right. So anyway, so did, uh, wh- what's the etiquette in did, there?
3: Who did Cooper flip off, Tomac?
0: Oh, he f- I thought I didn't see him flip off anybody. Oh yeah, he definitely flipped okay. off. I, I'm pretty I sure he like- left. Uh, I thought, I thought like it was Eli. I thought it was b Oh, I don't, I don't know.
3: Maybe, I, I'm not, maybe it was. I, he definitely flipped somebody yeah. off. I saw multiple tweets about it, but I just watched the race back, and I didn't see him do it to Sexton, so maybe I just missed it.
0: So what's the etiquette for Tomac in your eyes, JT? Just pull over? Uh, that's if it? If
3: he had any inclination that, that Webb is back there, and you're in 10th place or whatever, mm-hmm. yeah, you move. I mean, it's the same old rule. There's a race going on, you're not in it. Like, you you don't interfere. Yeah. You know, like, I, I, that's... I, I I would have a hard time imagining that Star wasn't telling Eli, like, hey, Webb, you know? Like,
0: yeah.
3: I don't know. I'm, I'm um, speculating a lot here, so I'm trying to be really careful. But, yeah, if you know he's back there and you know it's your teammate and you know there's a race going on for the lead, you get out of the way.
0: Weed, shout out to JT for pulling out Duke Finch reference still. Like, love that. <laughs> that's that's <Yeah>. strong. Strong <laughs> that's pull. Strong. There's a race and you're not in it. <laughs> um, what do you make of it, of it all of it?
2: Well, it is such a strange situation. I mean, it's two things. A, you have guys who actually don't have a lot of experience getting lapped in terms of uh, you're seeing Roxton and Tomac and Sexton all over the battles for, you know, position. And then also, yeah, they are trying to make up as much ground as they can. Like, there's no reason, you know, they're probably thinking, man, all right, five minutes to go. I can maybe get one or two more guys. That's mm-hmm. points. I mean, they were, Sexton and Tomac were battling each other. They were in the top ten. So, and then actually let me ask you this jt my other theory is on these mud races we know they're the worst one line tracks you know there's certain areas if you are some of the guys like dude man i don't even want to move over because i don't know what's over there
3: uh you know it's not so much the it's more of just you're going to lose a lot of time um more so than a regular race right yeah of course yeah yeah Yeah. you're you're definitely lose more time um it's just one of those things where i I think there's some some credence in your point about Tomac doesn't really have any experience being lapped, but he's done a lot of lapping on the other side of that coin. He's <laughs> lost a lot of people, and he knows what it's like to not, you know, when, when somebody's not acknowledging a blue flag or getting out of the way or doing, you know what I mean? So he's yeah, he certainly had yeah. experience with that. Mm-hmm. All I could think of is he was
2: behind AP, and he's just like, I'm going to go as fast as I can for the rest of this race, and maybe, maybe I catch another guy and yeah. get another point. And yeah, that's no,
3: that's all- fair. That, that is yeah. fair. That's a fair comment.
0: Yeah, I mean, like yeah. Kenny, and again, Kenny looked as fresh. You know, I mean, I was watching Kenny. I was like, oh, my God, this dude's on it, like just charging, right? Yeah. Uh, Kenny got two spots in the with uh, watching the race back. Kenny got two positions in the last minute of the race. So one one minute there and one go. lap, two spots. Um so there is that, right? These guys are all doing that. But
3: tough part for Kenny yep. is that he's gone uh, 10. 10, 3, 12.
0: There's another man. Who, there's another man who went oh. DNS for DNF. So that's also a tough start for him. We'll get into that. But um, yeah. So uh, yeah. So we got we got apologies, and, and then we got Jet Lawrence and Jason Anderson. Uh, I tweeted last night like he's gonna he's now met Jason Anderson. He's gonna met, meet a Mr. Barsha real soon. At some round or some heat race, so yeah, Jet, you got to deal with that. Jet apologized, of course. I saw Jason shake his head at Jet uh, in the air, but I didn't see anything other than Jason like kind of riding hard. And I, I, I mean, uh, Jet was like, "No
3: way, no." Was bad, he was he dude. was definitely cruising.
0: Okay, okay, yeah. yeah I, again, I didn't I didn't watch the whole battle, so like, yeah, you guys, yeah. you know,
3: I I I don't necessarily blame jason because i've seen lots of people do this if you know there's nowhere else to go and you need to kind of get a breather then yeah you take advantage of that now i understand jet's point of view is like dude come on like i got places to go like either go or don't but get out of the way and i yeah so i kind of get both sides but there's no question about whether anderson was kind of cruising in the main line like he was pulling tear-offs and all that stuff
0: but I mean, still going fast enough to hold the dude No, back, no, even. he really
3: wasn't. Like, I'm telling you, like, he was. That's why Jet was so angry, because he was. Like, there's no other line for Jet to go in, like we kind of talked about five minutes ago. So, Jet's literally a victim of just, like, I can't go anywhere else because there's no dry line to go to. And you are just literally riding around in the main line. Like, please go.
0: Okay, but yeah, but hold on a second.
2: They, no, you got to watch. There's part where we have a split screen of them battling. Yeah, I saw
0: and, a little bit of that. Yeah, but I was watching. I was it watching is the
2: a couple turns where Anderson almost comes to a stop, or when there was multiple lines, he would kind of casually, slowly drift back into where Jet was. It
0: it was okay, odd but to me get around him. Go around him, Jet. If you're going so fast, like he was I mean, trying.
3: I'm pretty yeah, sure he was trying.
0: I, I just, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. how how could he not? If he's going that slow, how could Jet not get around him?
3: Because there's one dry line, Steve.
0: But there's a lot, I saw a lot of passes out there, so. I don't know. Yeah,
3: but what you're not what you're not thinking about is Anderson knows where the lines are. Like they're a place to pass, yes. Okay. Anderson is very savvy and sure. very smart. There are certain places that there's nowhere else to go because you go to well, the inside or you go off way outside and there's nowhere to go. Like so I'm talking about like the first corner. That turn specifically was was a really obvious section where you could just literally cruise through the inside and jet had nowhere to go. Yeah,
0: I agree. Like with Jason that. knows yep. what he's doing.
3: Like in the areas where you gotta go fast, he was going fast. The areas where he knew that Jet was, you know, subject to just sitting behind him, he would take his time. Like uh, it was yeah. really obvious.
0: But okay, that's just racing. And if Jet needs to, I mean, nah, I, I get nah. what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah. But Jason is, you know, I'm not saying racing Jet's for position here. Response was okay. Yeah.
3: I'm not at all right. saying that. I'm just saying what Jason was doing was deliberate, and that's okay. So I'm not saying it's out of line. I'm not saying he deserves a penalty. I'm not saying anything like that. I'm just saying Jason Anderson knew exactly what he was doing. That's it. Okay, that's sure. All
0: yeah, great. That's that's. I think we're we're at the same point. And I, if he knows exactly what he's doing, there's nothing wrong with it. Jet's got to get by him, and Jet can't get that mad. And obviously by I Jet agree. apologizing, I, Jet's yeah.
3: response was not okay. Right. I, right. I'm, I'm on board.
0: Uh, I don't know. So Jason shook his head, but again, like I I was like, what, what was that? You I'm know. sure
3: Jet's probably screaming at
0: him. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Um, you know? But they, yeah, I'm just like, well, something's going on with these guys because they were going at it for probably ten minutes. Um, yeah,
3: I mean, like, when you're riding around that slow, you you can scream and yell because you're not tired. Like, you're not even trying. Like, I'm sure he was screaming at him, you know? Like, I, I well, no, no doubt in my mind he was.
0: I look forward to the meeting with the 51 in some heat race somewhere. <laughs> so
3: Well, AC, yeah. AC had a meeting with him this weekend, and AC was not happy. Yeah. With Barsha? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, okay,
0: so everybody's he was back in the LCQ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, everybody's back. Barsha, Barsha ran it in there pretty good uh, before the <laughs> triple. So, um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what happens, right? These guys, like, like you know, there's two guys. Everybody knows there's Vince. Well, I guess there's three. There's Vince, and then there's yeah, Barsha you can't and Anderson. Can we
3: Vince out of that conversation?
0: Um, no, but I'm saying, just everybody knows Vince's game, and everybody knows Anderson and Barsha's game, and there are different levels for sure. Uh, but do you
3: think Anderson's like? I don't know. Anderson doesn't seem like he does it all the time. Like, it's it's pretty rare. Like, we know he can do it if he yeah. wants to. But it's not, like, I don't think that's his MO. Like, he's not going out there thinking, I'm going to take people out. Like, I think he's trying to win. You know, like, I, I just think no, it's, no, But you just, just if you trigger him,
0: yeah, yeah. it's on. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Everybody knows that. Like, he's going to.
3: But, he, like, I don't think Barsha or Vince, you have to trigger him. They're just, like, yeah. looking for it.
0: Yeah.
2: It was odd how much, how uh, quick and... Strong the apology from the Lawrence camp came, uh, and for how angry he was after the you race. Mean, and I'm, you mean
0: Mertz's response?
2: Yes, thank you. The camp, okay, the camp. thank you. And what it quickly dawned on me, I'm like, well, obviously, they are smart enough to know this you're trying to win this title. We've already seen this roadmap, do not make <laughs> Anderson a hurdle along the way. And honestly, even with their apology, it might not matter. I mean, 2022 was just. Anderson and Mookie every week. And last year, it was Anderson and Barsha every week. You do not want to become the marked man of either one of those guys. And I'm sure they quickly are like, oh, no. Yeah. So I don't know if they're like, we apologize really because we shouldn't have done that. Or if it was more like, please, Jason, please, please,
3: please, please, please
2: don't be mad at us. Please.
0: Yeah, everybody everybody knows Anderson and what he can do. If, if... I was,
3: I was, uh, I was very impressed by... Uh, Dazzy's attitude and response I really was um, it was not what I expected and maybe you're right maybe there is some of the we need to defuse this because we don't want to deal with this thing that I understand That's could very well be true but for like such an emotionally charged event like right after the race I, I had you know part of my job I had to go over and talk to Dazzy and, and do some fact finding and then report on it both from you know I talked to Dan Fahey I talked to Dazzy I talked to Lucas Myrtle Um, and dad's was basically like, Hey, you know, like was, you know, did things on the track happen that, that jet wasn't thrilled about? Sure. But my 20 year old son can't treat other people like that. Can't treat veterans of the class like that. You cannot have that response on the racetrack and and be disrespectful. Like that can't do it. Period. End of story. Nothing else matters. Right back to 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 the truck, right? Yep. Right back to the truck and
0: take care of it later. Exactly. Well, you, just, you know, whatever.
3: Like yep. you, you're pissed, but you, you know. I, yeah. I just, yeah. I found it very, um, it was surprising. But I, I also was like, man, that's that's a really mature take. And, and yeah, Dazzy's a man. Like he's a he's an adult, so I, I get it. But I did. It's not what I expected at all. Hey, and cool. I know, it caught me off guard. He Go has ahead. always said, and I, I think
2: this is what he means. uh uh, there was an interview, I think it was Will did it last year, and he's like, I'm very, I tried to become very unemotional and analytical about this. And yeah. that is exactly it that. what it is. It was yes, that. The emotional yeah. response is, how dare you hold up my son, break check, and
3: screaming or and yelling. Or just you to grab, grab my kid's helmet and jerk him right. like that. You know, like that's, I think any dad in that yes. instance is going to be raging pissed, right? And he, yeah. I'm sure he wasn't thrilled, but he completely went the other side and like, you know what, my kid can't act this way. What like, about... Yep.
0: What about, the, when's the last time a father pulled his son out of opening ceremonies that are being last in opening ceremonies, right? Yep. Like, yep. <laughs> I, it, just really, um,
3: it just really impressed me. Uh, I don't care what the motivation is. I don't care if they're trying to prevent, you know, retaliation. I, I don't care for yeah. him to say that and act that way. Um... It, yeah, it was impressive.
0: Uh, it looks like- I, I think it's
3: both. I,
2: yes, it is great on his part, and I I don't think any that's fake. I think he is like that's disrespectful to Anderson. He's been around. Don't don't treat people like that. I believe that is all real. But at the same time, there has
3: to be a factor of like yeah, yeah of course. For business wants, purposes, wants, Anderson yeah. is not one we want to start. Nobody with. wants us to carry on. No, right? he um, but he could have just said no. You know that sucks. We're we're gonna uh, you know. But it wasn't that like He was like very direct about saying like no my mm-hmm. my kid's 20 years old and he needs to learn this stuff you can't you can't do that you can't act
0: that way yeah Jets just having a little rough time <laughs> like after coming out a1 and just dominating right and he'll he'll learn it he'll figure it out like, um, well we, guys, we didn't not,
2: talk about the. we thought his wrist was broken on friday
0: yeah yeah he had, he had thumb thumb cast on and hurt a wrist and two thumbs so you know he rode pretty yeah. damn well for for, for yep. that um by the way the ama did come out and they did just right now they fined Anderson and Lawrence. Didn't say how much, but they both got fined.
3: Did you see Jet said he was going to pay it, yeah. Right?
0: yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. And two VIP passes too. So um it's good good for good deal for Jason. Uh yeah, Jet rode really well considering all of that. Barsha third. Good job for Barsha. That's more the mud guy that we saw in New Jersey and not the sickly Bam Bam from last week. Um so good job for him to get third. Uh Jet, yeah, after press day, right? People were Talking by the way too let's get let, let me back up a little bit with the Anderson thing and Webb and sexton and Anderson and Lawrence like I guess it's just where we live in the the age we live in and social media and the beginning of a series and the I guess the names involved, but yeah, like like call me like call me unimpressed, or who cares like like okay, we're talking about it I get it, we're breaking it down, but like, yeah, man, a rider got mad after a race and got in somebody's face and they they grabbed a helmet like oh yeah, like I don't I'm, Seen it eight hundred times, you know. So yeah, I don't uh, know. We got to break like, it down, but I but start like,
3: start jerking. Like I, I don't think you can do what Jason Anderson did either. Like the the aggressiveness of that helmet grab was to me over the top.
0: Yeah. Um, no, you I can't do it. But I, yeah. we've seen it a bunch. I mean, we literally. I mean, DV dropped his factory bike, and they start slapping helmets. Yeah, like, yeah like, i do yeah. not any
3: of that's okay. Yeah. I mean, right.
0: No, I'm not saying it's okay either. I'm saying it's so blown up. It's so all over the place. My DMs yeah. are full. My tweets are full. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah. You know, everyone will figure it out, right? Like, it's not like, yeah. Like, and then there was that, there was that thing on Twitter, like Bradshaw and Chicken laughing at, at, at that incident, you know? Like, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's fine. But it's not that people. I, I always tell
3: like, put yourself in, in their shoes. If someone did that to your helmet, you're like, go time. I, I'm guessing. I have a feeling if somebody did that to your helmet, you're probably ready for go time.
0: No, I get that. It's just like, yeah, if things happen. Riders get hot in the heat of the moment, and, you know, everyone figures it out. So, um, yeah, Jet rode really well after that press day case that some people said wrist was broken, which it was not. So good job for Jet. Uh, Jason, fifth. Yep, uh, not bad. Ferrandez, sixth. I talked to Ferrandis after the race, and, I mean, we, you've had more interactions with Ferrandis than JT has if this is last year, at Star and he's a distant six, like he's not happy, right? He's not happy. He's not not you know he thinks he should be a podium guy. All of this stuff. I talked to him, and the dude's like, "Yeah, I wish I could have rode better. Um, you know, I wasn't that happy with the tires, and I, I, I wish I could have rode better." But ah, uh, what are you gonna do? I, I'm su- he was in such a good mood. Ferrandis has, has been such a he's such a good mood for just being on that team, being on that bike, being around Ziggy. I asked him about Ziggy, and he couldn't praise him enough. Um, so yeah, Dylan is a happy guy, even in sixth.
2: Yeah, it is amazing. Uh, it's the honeymoon continues. Uh, it's, it's great. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. actually here's what's funny. I'm looking up his results right now. First three rounds last year, he went four, six, five. Yeah. He went four, six, five. Mm-hmm. And now he's gone five, six, six. So yeah, the results they they're basically the same, if not a little less, yep. but he is very mm-hmm. happy. I do know that the first two rounds, he was like, everything's perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, this mud race, I heard his interview with you. This one wasn't as good, more of the mud than the bike. Yep. But uh, the honeymoon continues, that's yeah. for
0: sure. Yeah, Just, I felt like if I went over to Dylan Ferrand at the star after a six, he'd be like, I need to be better, I'm not happy, got to be better, yeah. you know, blah, blah, blah. So working yeah. on my bike. But he was, yeah, he was pretty happy. So. Yep. Um, Hunter Lawrence, seventh. Kind of followed Jet through the pack a lot, uh, and then Jet broke away a little bit. Um, but Hunter and Jet were real close all race long. So and then Sexton fell twice. Uh, Tomac he fell. was
2: ripping also, like he was ripping.
0: Yeah. And Tomac yeah. fell twice. Like, Tomac you guys fell twice. say
3: all this, but then but they all got all these guys got lapped. Well, not Jet, but like Sexton got lapped. Tomac got lapped. Like, Kenny got lapped.
0: Well, they fell twice. I think Tomac fell I know, twice too. I'm just too. saying,
3: like I, I don't know. It's hard for me. It's hard for me to get on board with how much they were ripping when they got lapped by the leaders. Mm. Like these are the best mm. guys, right? Like I'm not saying if you told me like. Clayson was ripping, but he still got, okay, great. That's a good ride. But, like, these are the best guys. Like, Sexton's the points leader going in, and he got caught and lapped. It's hard for me to buy into that.
0: Okay. Uh, Is
3: that not fair? I, I don't know. Uh, I'm not trying to be I'm not trying to be mean about it. But, like, those two things don't, to me, align, really. I would have to go,
2: I'd have to, like, see their entire race and see how much as them, as they got to pass 10 dudes or whatever they're doing, how much they're getting held up by crap like that. I'd have to actually, I mean, like, see their whole yeah. race.
3: Yeah. But like there, when I watched where Sexton was two straightaways ahead of AP, and AP caught him and lapped him. Without and, traffic and, being yeah, at all. And, and, and Well, whatever. Like, they all oh, have yeah. traffic. They all have traffic.
2: Well, yeah, lap traffic, I guess. But, I mean, he had to pass a lot of dudes. But, yeah, I can see what you mean. If it was at that point of the race, there wasn't a lot like he was in his oh. position, riding, and Sexton, or sorry, Plessinger was two straightaways faster, that is a pretty big difference.
0: I mean, Sexton yeah. was 21st. After the first lap. And on a track, JT, yeah. that you said there's only one main line on. So, yeah, but, I you
3: mean, know? Plessinger has to lap everybody, too. Like, he has to pass everybody, too. Like, what do the, the lap times say? Like, I, I don't know. I'm not saying that they rode terribly. It's just hard for me to square how fast Sexton was going when he got caught, well, laughed, and gapped.
0: When you fall twice, you know, generally speaking, it's hard to get going. It's not... It's, when a guy falls twice in a main event, you're like, oh, boy, rough night. And it's hard to get back into leader's pace. That's exactly what Tomac was doing, you know, at some point when he lowered it. I, would sur- I didn't see Sexton's lap times, but I'm sure Sexton was, let's see, Sexton was, yeah, doing 59s and 58s, same as Webb, right around the same time. So they're going leader speed. Not every lap, right, because they fell twice and there's different things going on. What about the other
3: on. laps? You're, you're cherry-picking a few laps, so what do the others look like?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, who knows, right? It was a one-line no, no, track. Right. We, we know. We have the yeah.
3: data. We right. have
0: the logs. Yeah, they're, they're not as good.
3: Yeah, I know. I, that's what I'm saying. That's all, that's all I'm trying to say.
0: So, I mean, they're, that's they're, all I'm trying to say. Okay. All right.
3: They weren't going as fast. Like, it's okay. We can give the other guys credit. They didn't. Of course. Ha- right. So, that all I'm trying to do is say, when you say they were ripping, I, I say, like, if you're telling me those guys are ripping, like Chase Sexton's ripping, I expect them to be, that's faster, faster than anybody on the track. That's what I expect from him because he's Jay Sexton. Not getting caught laps and then pulled away from. That's not what I expect from him or Tomac or anybody like that. Like I I don't mean that disrespectfully, it's more about of respect because they are who they are. Like they I feel like if what I'm trying to say is if Sexton gets up in twenty first and he's half a lap down, right? I expect him to stay half a lap down, or maybe better, because he's Chase Sexton. He's the defending champion. He's the red plate holder. Wow, like
0: I don't on expect... a dry track, sure. On a dry track, okay, sure. Well, yeah,
3: I don't know. I like, whatever. Okay. Well, I mean, you... he won the race last week. I got some mud race. He won the race last weekend. Mud.
0: Okay. He didn't fall.
3: Not thought... caught, laughed, and then pulled away from That's not what I expect.
0: With two crashes.
3: Okay. Why? Well, I... You were the one. Somebody said we said he was ripping. That's all I'm saying.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, did you guys see Tomac randomly, like, late in the race, bust out that middle three after the first turn? Like, I think he was the only guy doing it. I don't know why. So, you go over the table, two, three, one. I don't exactly remember the rhythm. Everyone was doing it when the track was dry, right? No one was yeah, doing it.
3: Was, it. Uh, over, over the tabletop,
0: 3-2. So, track was dry, no problem. Yeah. Muddy everyone's just going double, double Tomac and about three laps in a row. Just, yeah, just does that three into the, out of the turn or in a, in a double out. You're just like, cause you could see like he's in a different rhythm. He's higher than everybody else. So then I started watching him and I was like, Oh, okay. goddamn, You're just going to start doing that. It was kind of like when, uh, I don't know if you guys saw Freddie bust out the triple, but fast Freddie was one of the first guys to bust out the big triple. I was like, Oh my God, Freddie, uh, so that was that was good. Um, Dean Wilson, 10th. Dean was happy after the race. I was really, really stoked on that. Um, Weech, he wins the walk-in contest, the retro walk-in.
2: Yeah, I should have realized a term was going to be developed for this. Did this actually start with Bogle, the walk-in?
0: Yeah, you know, I think so.
2: Yeah. yeah, you know, showing up. And then, yeah, he said he usually doesn't compete. But, yes, he ran some retro. He had the jorts and... New Balances made famous when his wife gave him the dad kit, the dad lawn mowing kit when she was pregnant. Uh, so it was good to see them live and in person. Uh, some giant 80s headphones, headband. A, soap, he tried. a
0: smoke? He had a smoke?
2: I didn't. Yeah, when I saw him, I had not seen cigarettes. He really did do this? Yeah.
0: yeah. He had a, he, I don't know if he like inhaled, but he lit a cigarette, I guess. Wow. Um,
2: that is a what dedication it, to, the, to, the, to the character.
0: What did you guys think of the retro kits? Um, obviously covered in mud, but Honda did a great job. There was a lot of cool stuff. Uh, Cowie did nothing. KTM did nothing. Suzuki, uh, I like the Suzuki that Chiz had more than the one that Kenny had. Uh, And the Solitaire guys did 1996 helmets with Bradshaw replica. Bradshaw replica helmet and then 1996 Yamahas, that looked really good. Um, Yeah. What do you think? I find it
2: odd that Cowie sells a anniversary model bike, then they even raced it at LA, and then did not take this opportunity to do it again yeah i don't know why they wouldn't
0: yeah jc what to me what'd you think what'd you look what'd you like
3: yeah i thought thought a lot of people did a really good job um yeah i'm I'm here for all that stuff uh they there were some really really nice efforts put in for uh for a retro deal it's good job
0: mcr guys looked good they had like 95 honda weege 96 Honda? Yeah, and
3: I think the gear was even supposed
2: to be a little McGrath-like. I mean, yep. it wasn't Fox, but it was McGrath-like colors. And also, shout out to the Stewart Chevy Trucks Kawasaki, but number twenty-two of Freddie Norton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was a weird <laughs> mashup.
0: Yeah, really weird. Uh, Mad Parts guys got into it. Yeah, they they did a it was like cool. pink gear it was and a, all that. that. It looked cool. Yeah, yeah. I thought Varese's, uh early '90s answer stuff looked great. You know, so. Um, Jorge Prado, 11th. He is going to stick around one more week. So let's hope he gets a normal supercross. I'm sure he does too. Uh, so Jorge Our Prado. The weather's going to be epic. Next okay. All right. Let's hope so. He's going to. You know what else has going?
2: Because, uh, Steve, you didn't interview him and I did. Yep. I think he can't believe he might go home without having pulled a whole shot. So he's like, oh, I got three shots at it. I yeah. think he just won the whole shot of race.
0: Yeah, maybe. Uh, Roxon 12th. Yep. Roxon's as JT mentioned earlier results all over the place a little bit, but he was fast. I, I had him winning. I thought he was, I thought he was going to be gone. Um, AC 13th. I guess he's battling a broken finger or something. Um, I'm not sure if he's riding much or something. AC I had to go to the LCQ Cooper. whole shot, Justin Cooper, whole shot. And then, uh, yeah, I tipped over. Ah, bummer for him. That's it. Um, Benny, the beta. Benny Bloss, first man to put a beta into the main event. No? Nothing? Nobody?
3: Yeah, good job. Okay. I mean, I, I don't think it's gone real well, so no. at least they got some sort of success yep. going
0: on. But years from now, when someone asks you, where were you when beta made the main event? You're going to be like, San Diego.
2: I, I was happy for well. them. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I was I was happy for them because they put manufacturer's point standings on the graphic at the TV show last week. Mm-hmm. The instead of showing the total points, it was the amount of points you are behind the leader.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs>
2: so, Beta was only tied with Triumph. They were both eighty-five points behind. Okay. The top manufacturer. Fair and enough. I'm like, yeah, yeah. When you're tied with a brand that is yet to ever race, that's not good. It's
0: not a great look, right? So Ducati
2: yeah. is also
3: uh, right there with them, right in the mix. <laughs> yes.
2: yes. So congrats, Beta. Has now pulled clear.
3: Uh, that tie. Up, Stark, Ducati, Triumph. <laughs> yes. Beta. We're all battling. Hurricane cycles,
2: you name it. Where's
0: the Surron? <laughs> is the Surron in there somewhere? Surron. Um, but
2: Beta's pulled clear of them now. Yeah. They scored yep. points.
0: Yep, Benny yep. Boss, And John Short's looking better. The 199's riding better. Came up just a <laughs> little, little bit short. Um, McElrath, fourth last week, 12th or 16th this week. And honestly, I, I couldn't tell you one thing about Shane McArath's main event. I don't remember seeing him at all at any point. He was out there, but I couldn't tell you anything. But there his, was a lot going on. His there was a lot happening. Chiz is not chizzing again. Um, don't know what's going on there. Maybe it's just the mud. Uh, yeah, Freddie Norton like I said, was one of the first guys to start tripling. And as you can imagine, a few sketchy moments from Freddie also while he was tripling. So, yeah. I'll not,
3: never buy that.
0: Yep. Uh, Cade, Cade was leading the Heat. Good job, Cade. Cade's three for three. Dude. Yeah. Yeah good, good start. starts are good yeah no doubt about that yeah no he, yeah he was, he was good he was i think he was a little too cautious with um letting guys by but he got in the main event and three for three for kate is a good job uh malcolm stewart christian craig uh yeah go ahead weech
2: oh god like <laughs> dude
0: have they what? both been on the ground within the first five minutes of three straight main events
2: mookie for sure i don't know what even was craig's deal last week
0: uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I have
2: no idea what happened to Craig last week, but uh, Mookie for sure has not made it into the second turn. Has he made it into the second turn? I feel like
0: he's done a percent? lap. I feel like he's made a lap, the f- a first lap at, uh... No,
2: no, Anaheim won. He was down yep, out of turn no, one. Yep, he was. He was just like that in this one, and uh, down in the first turn last week. So, Ugh. life comes at you fast. Dude. He showed he did have the chance in the heat race. He did not go down and he actually was going pretty fast.
0: Yeah. Uh If you're Craig, yeah.
2: Not even seen for the most
0: part this year. It, it has not been good. Craig took Eli out by accident the second time. Uh in the main. Oh, okay. He he crossed right and went right into Eli. Man. So, yeah. It it dude, it has been not good for those guys. Wow. Yep. You know?
2: Yeah. Incredible, bad. When I was saying everyone has pretty much had their ups and downs, but
3: you're right. Not them. It's just been all downs,
0: dude. Rod Bell, JT, Rod Bell, he is back.
3: <laughs> I was so excited. I I didn't know if I was going to get yelled at for saying summer Rod Bell. I, I didn't think I would, but I had to go with it. Uh, amazing, amazing that he's made two main events in a row.
0: He's he's out there, man. He's a great interview. <laughs> we did you listen to that one I did with him? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Everyone go listen to Steve's. Pulpcast with Rob Bell uh, just like, this is professional racing, everybody. I know.
0: That's the part where you're shaking your head. You're like, this dude is in main events. And you're like, what is going on here? Yeah.
2: He's he's saying how much he sucks and his previous bikes have sucked, and, but no offense. And he just knows his place, man. He's and then, just and there then to be.
0: He, he got to the track. Show. He got to the track this weekend. His bike was still muddy from San Francisco. He had to rebuild it. <laughs> uh, Thursday night. He, had, oh he, 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 he said he shouldn't say this. But his mechanic, he didn't buy a mechanics band, and his mechanic snuck down in the track, and then they got caught, and then he had to go. And then he tried
2: to, was he really trying to pretend like he didn't really know?
0: Yeah, yeah, I think so.
2: Like, oh, I, mechanic, I don't even know the guy, man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, Rod Bell. Loose. Yeah. Loose. <laughs> Loose broke up Two for two, everybody. Justin Rod Bell. Uh, did he make it out of the Heat, or was it LCQ? No, it was LCQ. It was the LCQ. Yeah, he
3: got third in the LCQ, yeah. I think.
0: Yeah, just... Uh, Whew, wow. Um, Good job for Rod Bell, though. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Vince Freeze, 22nd. I don't know what happened to Vince. Uh, Dino said he lined up right next to him, and the ruts came together right out of the gate, and he was like, oh, boy. Uh, Vince has scored zero points, and he made two main events due to the new rule. And JT just probably lit up a cigar. Yeah, that's unfortunate. um, (laughs) It's unfortunate. Uh, All right. Um, Who's going to win this championship? Who's gonna win the championship? Sixty That's points tough. for AP, fifty nine for Sexton, fifty six for Jet, forty nine for Jason. Coop forty nine. God, I, I picked Sexton to defend this thing on the Racer X preview show. And I will I'll stick with that. I talked to somebody deep, deep, deep into Sexton's camp, and uh, very happy with the machine right now. Very happy. Good. That's so good. um I'll go I'll stay I'll Jack. stay with Sexton.
3: Yep, I picked Jet, and I'll just stick with it. Um, I don't have a reason to to change. Right. I'll just stay there.
0: Okay, Weege?
2: Well, I picked Anderson in 2019, so I'll just continue to stick with that. Just continue.
0: <laughs> no, the race racks preview shows I think you picked Jet.
2: No, I picked Tomac. Oh, year. you did? Yeah. he yeah. did, yeah. It was just, remember, in 2019, um, Anderson was out of the series by the Yeah, no, I know. Yep. i like, nope, yep. sticking with my No, I, I remember
0: <laughs> all year long. Yeah, no, I remember. Uh, okay. Uh, Anything else 450 class-wise?
2: Okay. No, I'm just so uh, happy no we're I, I did it pick way. Tomac. So, yeah, yeah, I don't think, dude. Okay. I, don't take anything out of this. Who the hell knows right, right
3: now? Right, right. Yeah. Dude, yeah. it's going to be like 77 on Saturday. Sunny. It's going to be amazing.
0: Triple Crown fever.
3: Triple Crown is back.
0: Yep. yep. Um, I was talking to um somebody from an OEM, and they said that they've been Telling Feld for a while, don't do triple crowns at open air stadiums. Like, if we had, if, if, if this race or San Francisco was a, was a triple crown, we would be screwed. Not enough time. Yeah, we,
3: we talked about that at dinner last night after the race, actually. Yeah. With, I was with some very powerful people. And uh, yeah, we, I, I don't, no one there was like, yes, this is what we're going to do. But I think they would switch the schedule. I think they would go back. There's no way in hell yep. they could ever pull it off. No, it, it's impossible. You and never do it. And this
0: OEM guy was like saying, "We've we've asked them. You know, one time they made Houston the Triple Crown. It was the furthest ride from the pits to the stadium back. And and then now they're doing open air stadiums. So knock on wood, should be great this 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 yeah. this Saturday. But that was definitely a concern of someone who's very important at an OEM um, yeah. about doing it. So
3: I, I really believe they would switch the schedule. Like if it's like it's Friday and we know it's going to rain really bad, uh, I think they, I think they adjust. I do. I don't have any. Yeah. I don't. I don't have any uh, authority to say that, or nobody told me that directly. But I, I, that's what I believe.
0: Who's been the biggest surprise for three rounds for you each? Biggest surprise.
2: I know we've had two mud races, so it's all weird. But I mean, Aaron Plessinger leading the points. Did anyone have that on the bingo card?
0: Winning well,
3: the race, I did. Uh, winning leading the points, I did not.
0: If you had said it's going to be two mud races, I would say okay. I think Cooper Webb is better than I thought. Uh, he yep. he's really good, and I think this is going to be a thing. He's he's a thing, and so that's my. Oh, it definitely
2: threat. is. But I mean, shouldn't
0: that be a little bit of shame on us? Yeah, maybe. Just don't tell Coop that.
2: Well, I mean, what it's it's like the guy that won the title twice and was in the fight for the title last year is doing what he always does? Like, at this point, it's like, yeah. why, would, why, why are you surprised I think, by this?
0: I think we saw SMX, and we're like, oh, okay, all right.
3: I have one for yeah. you. Rod Bell? No. Uh, <laughs> three rounds in, Jet has one podium.
0: <laughs> Sad. <laughs> I know. I mean, that's surprising. Yeah. He told yeah. me that going into
3: day one. I'd be like, what?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Okay. Uh, thank you to the folks at motorsport.com. Go to the banner on com to place an order with motorsport.com. And free shipping on everything over 79 bucks. Weege, that's free for you. So, um, you know, oh, great to, great for, for, for you. And uh, OEM and aftermarket parts. Uh, they got Fly Racing. They got Renthal. They got Maxis all there. Thanks to the folks at motorsport.com for coming on board. Go to the banner and help us out, people. Uh, I can't afford Weege and JT's salaries now. They're, they're really high because of the TV money. But every little bit helps. So please go through that banner to, uh, to do that. Uh, we'd appreciate it. And Weege as well, Onyx Maps?
2: Yeah, Onyx Off-Road, the go-to mapping service out there for those who want to travel off pavement. I got it downloaded on my phone. Really interesting. I didn't even know there's like, this, like, super long sand trail thing in South Carolina about an hour from my house. I had no idea. I lived here for a dozen years. Onyx showed me that. Really cool. And we'll give you 20% off. Type in the code RACERX, all one word, all lowercase, and we'll give you 20% off. But you could just try it uh, for free and just see what we're talking about. It's good if you're a mountain biker as well or a hiker, hunter. Go to on X Off-Road in the App Store or onxmaps.com. Check it out.
0: All right, cool. And in Weege, too, on the LVK pod, I listened... It's the only MotoPod I listened to. I actually quite enjoy it. Lewis and Kellen. And you weighed in on Lewis charging his brother and kind of thought you'd be fine with it, but no. You took the you very creative answer, of course, because you're a creative guy. And then at the end, you you ruled, Judge Judge Jason ruled that you would not do that. So, yeah, I was surprised at that, man. No, no, no,
3: no. I came around.
2: I started on Kellen's side and thought it was ridiculous to charge relatives. And then I realized that my damn freeloading kids have uh, been doing that for a long time. And uh, if they oh. plan to continue this in your adult years, they will be charged rent as well. So go, Lewis.
0: Uh, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I screwed that up. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. I had one yeah, chance at Yeah, I, I flipped. I, I realized flipped as it. I was talking right. to my
2: daughter that she could potentially be a freeloader 10 years from now, and yeah. that's not acceptable.
0: Yep. Yeah. yeah, no, good point. All right. Yeah, so it was, mm-hmm. it was a good job on you to uh, to, to do that. Okay, uh, 250s. Here we go. Uh Nate Thrasher won. He's got the weirdest. He continues to have the weirdest Racer X vault ever. Um, mm, you're right. I, I talked to him before the race. I don't know if Nate knows who I am or even really likes me, but he was there with Jordan. So we were talking. And I said, Nate, how you doing? How you doing? And he's like, I'm good. I'm good. It just hasn't worked out. It hit my head. And I'm like, have you been yelled at? And he's like, no, I haven't been yelled at. Like, it's good. I'm like, well, you're good in the mud. Didn't happen last week, but you are still good in the mud. So if it rains today, should be good. And he's like, yeah, I think we're set. I think we're dialed. Uh, he had a really good race, just slowly worked up, like not super flashy. Like RJ led, Garrett led, Jordan was right in there, Levi Levi led, and Nate just got better and better and better. Now, I think Garrett would have won it if he doesn't hit the back of Jorgensen, the lapper, again. Talking about lappers, uh, but either way, Nate Thrasher wins. JT, yeah, it's a great
3: job. Uh, I he, was, I mean, he was so like relieved. And excited to kind of uh, to get back there, um, but yeah, I mean, this was—we know he's capable of in the mud. He really hadn't kind of put it together yet, but we know we know he can be this guy. He proved it to us. He proved to us a long time ago, and then he proved it to us again oh, several times last year, battling Hunter for the title. So, yep. shouldn't be that big of a shock.
0: Good race, yeah. Weej, what'd you think?
2: Yeah, that was a wild one. Uh, I was, I was like, oh my gosh, this could be it. Club MX. Is going to win. I wanted to. I was a little busy doing TV, but I really wanted to just send the word Bonacci with exclamation points to like multiple group texts. Uh, I don't know if you remember this, Steve, but once Cole Seeley came in as a filling rider for a Honda on a 450, mm-hmm. and he led like seven laps in Atlanta. And then you just sent Seagrist with uh, exclamation points to multiple group texts.
0: I did that. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. Okay. Actually, no, you might have tweeted it, actually. You maybe, might have tweeted it. Maybe. Which would have made no sense to almost anyone. No, yeah, yeah. But that was his agent who was always pushing for Cole Seeley. And I'm like, Oh, if Mike Benacci, if Club MX gets this, if they win a supercross, and I did think it was going to happen, but credit to their lappers obviously messed up Marchbanks, but Thrasher was making up a lot of time.
0: Yeah, I mean I guess. But Garrett Garrett looked fresh. He looked fine. You yeah, know? I don't I don't think yeah.
2: Thresher would have gotten there, but Thresher was going pretty yeah. darn quick.
0: Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, really, really, really. That was a great race, wasn't it? Like, because the heats and LCQs are, like, slop fest, and then we waited a little bit and did more maintenance, and then the mains came, and then that, that track and those riders figured it out, and it got better, and all of a sudden they're doubling the whoops, and they're tripling before the whoops, and, like, you're like, oh, like, this is going to be good. Like, that was a great race. I was literally on the edge of my seat, so, you know. Yeah, and it was
2: close it was, right down to the end. Oh, like they it got great. back to Thrasher.
0: Yeah. So there's no food in there, I'll, you know, but I was, I was on the edge of my seat in the press box. Um, so mm. March Banks, I, I go to Club MX Semi, and Phil's there, and, you know, we're all making fun of Phil, and Garrett comes in, and this is before the night show. And then Phil leaves with Bonacci. I don't know where they go. And i just talking just talking to Garrett, and, like, Garrett, like, for, like, 30 minutes, just... Told me his career path. I don't know. I thought I knew it a little bit. And, I mean, I knew, you know, him Him and I haven't always seen eye to eye. But it was really interesting to hear him pour out his career path, pour out his his, sto- his stories about his dad and Mitch and Pro Circuit and some of the mistakes he made. And, like, it almost felt like a little bit of a therapy session. I'll be honest. Like, I, I, I was like, oh, you know, and we were talking about fathers and racing and Mitch and pressures. And, and yeah. I was like, oh. This is like getting deep here, you know, but it was really honest talk. So I don't know. I got to know Garrett a little better that time. And, and I was, you know, cheering for him a little bit more just after hearing him kind of be open and honest about stuff. It was. Yeah. I mean, if Phil was there, he would have just called him names, you know, the whole time. Mm-hmm. So we did. We got Phil out of there so we could talk for real. Uh, it was a really. It was a really good conversation, guys. I'm telling you like oh,
2: you're March Banks guy now.
0: I, I don't know. I'm just saying it was it was. OK, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, good job for Garrett. Second place. He is 10 points out of the lead after a so-so A1. So good for him and good for Club for coming back in. And, yeah, he started doing the triple. I don't know if you guys saw how many times it could have gone sideways. He's a big guy on a privateer bike trying to do a triple and, like, not scared and hucking it and going sideways. And, yeah, Dgaff right there. So that was good. Um, good for good job for Club MX. And Blue crew sweep with Jordan getting third. And JT, here's where you talk about RJ. Yeah,
3: it's tough, man. <laughs> uh, he, like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, he's going for it, you know? Like, just...
0: Uh, Threw away four points. Uh, th- sometimes yep. sometimes
3: caution is the better part of our... I don't, I don't know. <laughs> he, you know, he throws away at e, a sure podium. Like, a guaranteed podium. Two turns. With 50 yards to go. Yep. You know? Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like... That's who R.J. is. That's what R.J. is going to do. And he's either going to, you know, make up for it or he's not. But, I mean, it's pretty obvious to see where the mistakes are.
0: He's 13 back, Wage.
3: Yeah, he is.
2: Uh, I feel a little bit less bummed or disappointed, whatever you want to call it. Because when I went back and watched it, I realized how close that was. I'm like, dude, you just threw away a podium. They were all going for it. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess he saw potential to at least get March Banks maybe i mean they were close but
0: yeah, he sent that he, double i felt to like get it like to get him the next turn right yeah, yeah. so it's a
2: little if you're riding by yourself and you crash with two turns it goes bad but it's just heartbreaking that he has to make up some points on smith right and he literally leads smith in every single lap of the race except the checker fight mm-hmm. yeah
0: yeah no I, I at the end of this thing that this could be a race that rj is like oh man you know four points threw it away um so, yeah, not, not, not great. Not great for Nathan Ramsey with the 450 guys and RJ doing that. Um, but, I mean, he was fast. He led for a little bit. You know, look, looked all right. Looked aggressive. So, uh, Joe Schmoda, did you guys watch rewatch the start? The DVD start? I don't know what Joe was doing. He was dead, 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 dead last going the first turn. So, I don't know if fun. What, what
3: about jet starts all night?
0: Yeah. Um, I felt like they were not dead, dead, dead last. But oh, maybe. yeah. Um,
3: oh, yeah. Very much so. Joe was... The heat race start for Jet was
2: atrocious. Yeah, that was yeah. bad.
0: You're right. Um, he was yeah.
3: dead last going into the first tournament event because Barsha squeezed him. I mean, he's last. Like, there's no more no more last than last.
0: So, Joe, yeah, not not great. Uh, and then uh, worked his way to fourth a little bit. the What is he in the points? He's seventh in the points. No podiums. That's kind of a shock. If you had said Joe Schmoda will not have a podium for the first three races. Uh, but, yeah, JT is kind of doing... You know, what the Schmoder realist and some other people talked about. And he should, I mean, all he can do now is win. That's it. He's just going to win some races so everyone's happy. Yeah.
3: I mean, for what the expectation is, this isn't good enough. Like, I, you know, like that's just what it is. There's no other way to put it.
0: Uh, Kitch, Kitch fell. Bummer for Kitch, Weege
2: uh yeah i mean yeah. it's just all over the map that class dude in those conditions and they're all going for it yeah i think it's what is for kitsch for sure and for march Banks with the lapper for sure i don't know these dudes are just going for it in the mud <laughs> and i'm like yeah if if you had the formula to go really fast and never make a mistake in a mud race you'd win them all so i don't know i feel like i'll throw a blanket over any of these guys yeah you you can run that race 20 times and get 20 different results
0: yeah you're probably right yep yeah. um Oldenburg Joe, seven. that
2: heat race. I do want to say that might be a record for worst uh, performance to result ratio. What's that? With Joe. In oh, the heat race. yeah. It was like a comedy of errors. It's errors. He's like, he's down again. He's down again. Oh, he's down again. Oh, this is downright embarrassing. And he gets third.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: So really, I feel like for how disastrous and then the starts, I'm like, I can't believe Shimoda's night was actually still halfway decent. Really.
0: Yep. Yeah. But yeah, he's um 20. It looked like he was in route
2: to getting a 14th place finish Yeah. the way it was going.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um Mitchell Oldenburg 7th, Mitchell was 3rd I think early, dropped back a little bit, Ryder D 8th. Um I talked to Ollie Stone, the team manager, and he's he's been happy with Ryder after the race. He said Ryder's been good, so he's been happy. Mm-hmm. And then he threw in a comment about I mean, he, look at the age of the guys he's racing. And I, I celebrate. I it was like, I, we fist pumped, we high five, we hugged. We were, we were like Rocky and Apollo on the beach together, hugging. So uh, we, Ollie and I saw eye to eye on that one. Uh, Hunter Yoder's been a surprise, JT. He's been good. Top ten. Yeah, it's been, it's yep. been quiet.
3: Um, yep. I, I, I To be honest, I haven't really paid attention to him. But then when I look at the results, I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Like yeah. Every time. So I, I probably need to. I need to pay more attention and do a better job, but y- um, yeah, results been good.
0: Yoder's getting into that, like, um, uh, well, Robbie Wageman's still racing, but kind of that Robbie Wageman territory where you're the first non-factory 250 guy, you know, uh, every week, or, or in the mix anyways, so.
3: Yeah, uh, I mean, this was a guy that was, like, pretty hyped, right? So yeah. it's not that shocking to see him do well, but it's been a minute since well, he kind of had success.
0: he quit for a bit. Uh, He actually quit after the Geico thing folded. He had nothing and he actually quit for a little bit. So, right. Uh, Anthony Bordon, good job. I was talking to Chris Wheeler at Suzuki and we were making a lot of fun of Weege for a little while, which is good because I was mad at Weege. So that was fun. And then, and then after we talked about Weege, we were talking about Bar X and Wheeler said that they, that as a team, Bar X is in a lot better spot this year. More backing, more sponsorship, doing really well. So that's good. Good to know, Bar X guys. So, um, Good job on cool. board on. Yeah, it's good to see, right? You just don't want teams folding. So, Robbie Wageman, 11. Cole Thompson, 12. Varese. I thought Varese was going to have a rough night. I mean, he could not pick up his bike in the heat. He fell over, and I guess he's tired, and I guess the bike's heavy. Like, he, he couldn't pick it up. He just couldn't do it. And I was like, oh, boy. And then he lined up for the LCQ, and he won. So Josh Varese, everybody. Uh, Maddie Jorgensen. Denmark guy was, was was came up from the back, got 14th. Mumphy had a bad night. Bomar fell. I don't know. He's he's number nine twenty nine. He might have fell nine hundred twenty nine times. <laughs> he he fell a lot, like a lot out there. So, um, not a good night for Juju. Um, Max Sanford's on a cowie now. Did you guys notice that? Yep. He's talked a, about it on the show. Oh, okay. What happened? Yep. Got a ride?
3: Uh, well, we talked about it on the fantasy podcast as well because – We did? Uh, Paul Parabinos picked him and Pope from X Fantasy, and you're like, you're just going to go with him? Like, you just switch into a Cali, and we're fine with this? Yeah. And Paul's like, yep, going with it.
0: What happened? Is that a team or did uh, – Yeah, okay. he's on – uh.
3: Grindstone. Grindstone. Grindstone Cali, yes. Thank you.
0: <laughs> Can I ask? Yeah, they had, does anybody uh, know what Grindstone is? No. Okay.
3: No, I think he's
2: uh, filling in for Lux Turner, I think, right?
0: No, Lux, yeah. Lux No, Lux was on AEO. No, that was
2: – <laughs> yeah, that was a oh, deal. Yeah, I don't no know anything about, about it. And somebody I didn't else with there.
0: There's a yeah. there's a black stone where oh, you
2: Dylan co- Walsh. Sorry. Filling in for Dylan Walsh.
0: Oh. There's a black stone where you cook things on.
2: <laughs> it's a training compound out in uh, California. So Dylan Walsh was her guy. He got hurt at Anaheim one. I okay. forgot. Walsh and Turner got hurt. Yeah. And who was to fill in for Turner?
0: I I don't know. know. Billy? Don't know. On AEO? Yeah.
3: AEO. Uh I should know this. Okay. But I can't think of it.
2: Yeah. Anyway, that's that's why he's on a cowie. He got picked.
0: Is up Cobush the boys. fill-in? No. Okay. Cobush
3: is on a Honda. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, Talon Hawkins, nineteen. TJ Albright, twenty. Got lucky, JT. You guys got lucky on that one.
3: I didn't. I didn't bet
0: you. Ah, uh, but you were adamant that TJ, that Talon Hawkins was, was right. way better than TJ Albright.
3: I mean, look at just look at look at results on paper. Well, I don't know I, what to say. He was
0: a factory rider. I mean, he's a factory All rider.
3: Okay. And why why do you think he was a factory rider, Steve?
0: Well, I, I mean, okay. Well, so far, uh, T.J. Albright beat him at A1 and Talon beat him by one spot and San Diego. So the, the battle will okay, continue. You,
3: are, we just, are we only looking at the two mud races of this year? We're not looking at any other results over the course of their
0: careers. Sir, Anaheim and, won. Ana, well, T.J. Albright was out with an injury last year and Anaheim won was not muddy.
3: Okay, well, he... I'm, whatever.
0: Okay, thank you. Moving on.
3: Uh, let's just compare results over the course of their careers and then hit okay, me back. Okay,
0: can you give T.J. a factory Husqvarna?
3: No, because
0: okay. he didn't deserve a factory house bar now. Okay. Uh, J- J- Weegee right now is just going, huh? <laughs> it's, it carries over <laughs> from a fantasy pod, Weegee. Yeah.
2: Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. I was You and Seth Rarick were battling on our remasables pod over.
0: <laughs> JT, the who was better? Oh, JT, JT will solve this. Okay. Who was better, JT? Justin Keeney or Eric McCrumman?
3: <laughs> Justin Keeney. No question about it.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Suck it, Seth. <laughs> Seth was trying to tell me McCrumman was better than Keeney. McCruman had better results. I'm like, no, man. No. Keeney really? was alright. Yeah. Yeah. McCrumman's fine. This isn't a shit on was cool. cool.
3: Like everybody liked Crummy. Yeah. But he didn't really do a lot. This isn't a
0: shit on McCrumman pod.
3: No. Everybody liked Crummy. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Norcal yeah. guy. But
3: I trained with him a lot at Nick Way's house. I, I oh. stayed with him, like rode with him a lot.
0: But Keeney was really good. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, okay.
3: He see, has lots of 450
0: main events to his credit. See, uh, Weege, tell Seth that. Uh, Nagy made the main. Good job, Nagy. He, Nagy's a little mad at me. I was kind of bummed. He was not happy with me. But Oh, really? Yeah. Wonder,
3: how, how could you ever upset anybody, Steve?
0: I don't know. I have no idea. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm wearing the jacket now that's the classy, so I don't know. Uh, but Nagy and I, we're fine. But good job, Dog. He probably celebrated by like staying in the parking lot of a real nice hotel. You know, he's probably like, hey, I'm going to really treat myself to a nice right. parking lot tonight. Yep. <laughs> um, good George. job. Good job, Nagy. <laughs> did, you guys, did you notice his, in a heat race, I think his chest protector straps broke? So they were just like, as he was in the air, it was flying out and then back down every time?
3: Yeah. No. I'm so locked in on what's happening in the front. Yeah. I just, I
0: have sad. To be... Sad.
3: No, I, I'm just, I'm just, I am just tell me, like I That's fine. Sad. I have to. I have to. Like, I, for me to be paying attention to Nagy, I'm not doing my job.
0: Sad. Uh, Nagy would be a great story to tell, to talk about. You could take a tour of his van where he sleeps and stuff.
3: I'm ready for him to do well. and me talk about him sleeping in his van. I'm ready for that. Okay. But I need him to do something first. Uh,
0: Weed, Philip,
3: Not happy.
2: Not happy. He uh, took one for the team. In some ways, literally, did a good job at Anaheim 1, not losing his mind, being classy with the interview. But, uh... I don't think
3: he's very happy with his second DNS. I've picked him twice in fantasy, both times. Big donut.
0: Going DNS for DNF is tough to do. He needs to get disqualified this weekend and just complete it. Just finish it and have every result all over the map. We're going to see if Tully can disqualify him. Um, yeah, broken transmission in the main event. So Phil was briefly third and then crashed. But uh, yeah, not happy. Our guy Phil. So I, I ran a—he doesn't want to come on the Pulp Show, but I ran a poll, and ninety-six percent of people said that he should be on the show. So he will be on tomorrow night. It depends on when you're listening to this. Um. All right, who's got this championship, Weej?
2: Oh man, um, I don't know. Smitty's been darn good. Yeah. And he's got a gap. So yeah, I'll just play those odds, baby. Yeah. I'll
0: go I'll go Jordan Smith. I mean, people forget he was the points leader in whatever year that was uh in Vegas. Points leader going in by one or two or something. Um before he crashed out. So, yeah, I'll go I'll go I'll go Jordan Smith too. Um JT. Oh, uh, um
3: he's doing all the right things, man. I don't I guess I'll pick him. I don't Yeah. I don't feel strongly about it, but, like, he's just hanging in there and racking points and doing yeah, what This you're is supposed to do to win titles.
0: Yeah, this is exactly what you do, right? You get – you're in fourth know. and then yeah. you stay there and again, you get third. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly it. So, um, yeah, be cool. Man, if Jordan Smith and Aaron Plessinger win the championships, would be a lot of happy people in the pits. So, all right. Anything else?
2: I think the best part is there's no way you can have conviction with these championship picks. We've had two mud no. races.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I yeah, it's it's all over. Oh, the I don't course. have
2: conviction at all. Yeah. No, you can't. It's two mud races and an and an opener. It's literally the three most uh races that have the least amount of connection with the rest of the
3: season.
0: Do you guys did you guys hear about Jets thumbs and the one thumb? Like is this this so something that's bad or gonna hurt him. I didn't. Re- I mean, uh, just
3: hyperextended. I don't think it's anything serious.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like kind of what I heard, but so nothing that should bother him. You know, no, I don't think so. Right.
3: Like nothing in his racing this weekend. Like no. he looked a little tentative in practice. I'll tell you that. But uh, race wise, when you're like, if you're hurt, you're not looking for trying to argue with Jason Anderson or about like you're just like just get me through this night. Like I think he's okay. I yeah. really do.
0: Yeah. We did you hear anything or? No, same stuff you guys okay. did. Yeah. I talked yeah. to
2: Dazzy and yeah, he said, you know, he was worried it was in a but appears it's not. And I mean I think honestly the way he wrote, it wasn't spectacular, but it can't be that bad.
0: No. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just wondering like if, if he wins a triple crown this week, it'll just be like, okay, he you know, it's dry, it's fine. No, I and... think he's
3: I think he's good. Yeah like I do. Right. I really think he's fine. Yeah. The worst the worst it was gonna be was Saturday, in my opinion. Like that's the worst it was gonna be. It's still fresh. There's no time to heal, soreness, all those things, and he was still pretty good.
0: Well, Triple Crown this weekend. uh, Weege, I I hope you find time for us to at least say hi. You're in the booth, so, I mean, that's uh, maybe a little more meetings, a little more responsibility, but, yeah, hope you get a chance to say hi.
2: You know, uh, no guarantees, I think is what I'm going to say here. Oh, okay. Uh, Yeah. What I realize is the more time I spend in the pits talking to people that I need to speak about on the show, usually those conversations – are more helpful for the broadcast um, than what I get from you idiots in there. But I don't know. Maybe i will just be nice in ways.
0: That's sad. Yeah. That's sad. yeah. Maybe you could just buy us. Buy us. No, no. That's not going to happen. No, yeah. No. I mean, come yeah, on. Sorry. <laughs> My bad. I'll retract that immediately. Uh, yeah. I
2: mean, I'm not even buying a pack of M&Ms at this point. Have you seen what inflation has done to those prices? Like, I'm not even doing that.
0: Yeah. No, I believe it. Um, terrible. Right, is Stu back this weekend? Or when's, what's Stu? What are we doing?
2: No, I don't think so. I mean, it's okay. generally a RC is the Supercross guy, Stu is the outdoor guy. They they will bring Stu back for a few Supercrosses, yep. but I think it begins just just RC.
0: Right. Okay. All right. Yep. Well,
2: this is it. it. This is my big debut. If if I don't die between now and then. And yeah. You never know, man. You well, never...
0: You're you're going to do a great job, even though you know if you want to borrow the Alpine Star jacket, let me know.
2: Yeah, I mean you're climbing the ranks. I mean I better keep I better keep charging.
0: Might be on race day live this weekend. Who knows? I've been mm-hmm. invited. So, uh, okay. Thank you to the folks at Fly Racing for making this uh, podcast happen. Please check them out at your local dealer, motorsport.com. Formula S helmet, Evo line, kinetic, kinetic mesh. They got the F 16 stuff as well. There's lines and prices and styles and colors to suit everyone. So, check out flyracing.com, Rent all Maxis, motorsport.com as well. Weeds, JT, thanks, boys.
3: See ya. See ya.